Welcome to the Pull the Shoot podcast with Jeff and Jana. This is our weekly venture into the world of small to medium-sized businesses and the entrepreneurial spirit that drives success. So our goal here is to help you grow and to be the best you can be, both in business and personally. To do that, we identify and we discuss topics that will hopefully help you as you work to build a successful business. We also interview business owners and executives. It's our hope that you may be able to gain insight on ways to help you be a better leader and provide a better culture for your people. Our mission here is to help you pull the shoot once a week to work on your business instead of always working in your business. So we hope you find these discussions insightful, helpful, and useful. And thanks for your support. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Well, welcome everyone to the Pull the Shoot podcast with Jeff and Jana. We're so excited that you're here. Jana, how are you doing today? I'm good today. Everything's yeah. good. You know, we're moving into the last seven days of the season. That's right. Yeah, so. we're, we're kind of doing that. I know. It's. Uh, I'm actually uh, in Chicago today, not in Nashville, because we're visiting family already. So you kind of get into that holiday mood a little bit. It's kind of fun to do. But uh, I know. Is it cold there, Jeff? Especially in Chicago, right? It is. It's like in the 30s right now and very blustery, very windy. So it's like, ooh, this is why I left Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, dude, we, have, we have a great guest today, um, a gentleman by the name of Robert Cotton, and he's calling in from the UK, which I am very excited about. We've been getting a lot of all around the world uh, people kind of being on the podcast. And so Robert's calling in from the UK. Robert, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Okay, so what's it like in your world right now? Yeah. Damp, wet, and gloomy, you know. Very British. <laughs> Very, Very stereotypically British. British. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, and, and, and how is it next about it, Janice, since we're talking about that? Well, it's in the 40s, but it's supposed to be very, very windy. And it's going to be 19 tomorrow morning. So it's going to be nice. really, really cold. Nice. Like we're getting a cold snap that's going up the whole East Coast. So all right, all right. that's so, cold. Hey, Robert, 19's cold for us. It is cold. It is cold. So, Robert, tell us a little bit about what you do. I know you do coaching, but tell us a little bit about that. And tell us a little bit about you, please. Yeah, great. Um, so I, I do uh, business and executive coaching. Um, my, my thing is helping, uh, executives and their companies, um, grow, grow the business, scale a business, uh, develop their leadership capabilities as they adapt to make that happen. And then to sustain that, um, and, uh, quite a bit with remote working, hybrid working, um, as well. And all of that's from my background, which is technology. So I was at, worked in the technology industry in corporate life for 30 odd years, um, so I'm very much about getting technology to work. So making companies succeed who are selling and delivering technology and then making technology work for the customers um, who are on the other end of that, whether that's that's a corporate customer in IT who's who's dealing with a business or whether it's consumers like like you and me who are the, the, the direct customers of these these vendors. So it's that whole ecosystem, really, and and how to make it better. Oh, that's great. And that what's, sounds the name, fun. what's the what's the what's the name of the of the firm that you work in? Like mine's pull the shoot. So it's just, uh, Algodon it's, Services. That's what it was. Yeah, okay. Algodon Services. Yeah. Right. Okay. So where did that name come from? Well, I I uh, I worked on a project uh, many years ago in Madrid, um, and they called me Senor Algodon, 
Um, <laughs> right, so for your Spanish speakers. Um, so it was like, okay, Mr. Cotton, Senor Algodon. So I'm like, okay, when I when I set up a, my, my company, what am I going to call it? So I always had the idea of Algodon as, as a thing to use. <laughs> That's oh, great. Love it. love it, love it, love it. That's so much fun. So you and I are in a very similar uh, arena because I do um, you know, business executive and what I like to call momentum coaching because um, I like to help businesses build their momentum. Uh, maintain that momentum and then increase yeah. that momentum, yeah. which is always a lot of fun. So yeah. um, talk to me a little bit about um, what type of clients do you uh, usually find um, to work the best with? So for me, um, at this stage in my career, it's, it's the kind of small, medium type companies rather than the large corporates. Mm -hmm. And it's bringing to them the experiences I had and have had and some of the practices and some of the good practices that we use to to but when i use to build and run businesses so, and i'm finding that an injection of that kind of knowledge with the coaching uh skills and backgrounds create that safe space helps the leadership side of of these people who are running these kinds of businesses um and and to your thing about momentum you know it, it's trying to identify the things that will move the dial uh, substantially and quickly. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And so, yeah, I think it's interesting because uh, um, I'm focused more on small to medium size as well. Um, if I go big, um, usually it's more of a, uh, you know, not the whole company, but more of a de particular department, I think. Um, to help yeah. Them. Leadership. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's guided more on leadership. Um, and, you know, and it's one of the things, and Jan and I talk about this all the time. We talk about how leadership is missing in our society so much um, and, and all these new people, yes. you know, mm -hmm. Oh yes. We, we have these conversations. So, you know, there's four generations in the workforce. Um, you know, we got the baby boomers, the uh, Gen Xers, the millennials and the Gen Zers, and they all communicate different, which is where Jana's whole big thing is, but they also have different um, uh, skill sets that, that there haven't been taught. I feel like, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. so that's, what's really missing. So these newer generations that are coming on, no one's teaching them how to do leadership. Yeah. yeah a hundred percent. I mean, I, to be honest, I felt really the leadership skills I developed in my career, I developed by, by being like a magpie and copying off other people. Right. Yeah. Mentored rather than I did do some formal leadership training, but, but the, the problem is when you walk out of the classroom and the real world hits you in the face and you're under pressure, how do you respond and react? And, and, and so um, having had to go through that myself, I'm kind of how to help other people. And, and your thing about the four, the four generations is, is spot on. And I, I feel it as also a, a kind of cultural dimension. Yeah. So a lot of cross cult I did a lot of cross-cultural teams. So I had a team in India, in America, in mm -hmm. Australia, and I kind of had to run those. And so obviously very different cultures. But then within them, you've got the demographic and socio-demographic differences. And there's all this multiple levels of of culture that that you try and as for me as a leader you, you help harness that and bring it together and build coalitions and set examples through those coalitions and create energy and, and change the direction for everybody not not just for a right. few and and i think you're right in society generally that's absolutely missing you know another thing that's an issue that i have found um and i don't know if this is a an issue with you, Robert, in your country and such, where and with the teams that you work with is there is so much um tiptoeing about communication now. And 
yes, we have to be inclusive and we have to be sensitive to, you know, how society has changed. Like you said, the societal issues that have come up um, that are now the younger adults in the workplace. But it's gotten to where we're so it's like we're so precious about it. You know, everybody is so Mm. sensitive Mm. that a lot of times that leadership ability to just get in there and lead and Mm. And learn by example is lost because these younger generations so often want to do it their own way or feel like they want to they want to change the, you know, change the landscape a little bit with the ways that they have learned. But the truth of the matter is, is we have got, in my opinion, we've gotten a little too sensitive as to how we relate to each other and communicate. And sometimes you just got to get in there and go, listen, guys, this is the way we've done it in the past. It's or this is the way we can't, you know, can no longer do it because it's not working. Yeah. And we're, I think we're a little precious and sensitive right now, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. And it is exactly the same here. It, well, not quite. So, so I have an American wife. So I've lived in America for a number of years. So very close to the, the two. So we're very similar here. Perhaps not as advanced down the road that, that, that America is. But, but to your point, I think... A lot of it, the language of the discussion gets in the way of actually talking about the outcomes and the goals. People don't actually run a business or go to work to talk about these things. They're just an important, for some people, more important than others to get to the outcome. And and often the leadership gets gets focused on the wrong thing, in my opinion. They don't focus on the outcome and how do we achieve the outcome? And everybody has a contribution to make and everybody will make it in a different way. But let's agree, guys, this is the direction of travel yes. because this is why this is our purpose. This is why we have a business. This is our goal. That's a great way to say it. Jeff and I often talk about the procedures that are missing, like the policies and procedures. A lot of these older generations that have been in business for 25, 30 years understood when they were younger that there were policies and procedures to follow. And in some business segment segments, there's that is still important. The yeah. poli- like you said, getting to that end result. And sometimes it's not necessarily better to do it a new way. It might work to do it the old way, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it is interesting, this kind of generational issue that we're dealing with. Right. So Robert, you had something earlier that I wanted to kind of talk a little more about, which is you, know, you went to a leadership class and then once you got into the real world it was you know you, you how do you deal with that is how you got to figure that out from your coaching stuff do you work with your clients on that because um i think that's a, a huge issue i that's why i don't like doing just leadership classes i like to do ongoing leadership coaching because those yeah. things come up and if i can help them that's, through those that's the better part but how do you go about yours that's exactly how my approach is to work with someone um and if we're working on leadership, then then that's a process, a journey, maybe over a month or two or three or four or five. And we'll agree what that roadmap is. But it, it's it's the idea of creating a safe space for somebody where they they know after a really bad week or a bad month, they can we can kick it around. They can yeah. express themselves, their frustrations, their fears, their anger. And I'll be there to support them, but I'll also be there to challenge them. So mm-hmm. if, if it's not just a one-way thing here, you know, it'll be, right. there'll be a constructive challenge. I will agree, okay, here are three things that 
you are going to do that will try and move the dial. And maybe we'll talk about them in a week if it's super urgent, maybe a bit longer. We'll agree that. And we keep that going while the the, the journey is good for the client. And that that's my approach to it. So you can sure. kind of almost use like a sailing metaphor, you know, you kind of tack in the wind a bit because you sure. don't know what's going to hit you. Sure. Yeah. One of the other fun things that I like to do, uh, and I say fun because Usually I have, I have two or three clients that use this a lot. They'll call me. I say, look, you can text me or, or uh, you know, ask me if I have time to jump on a call for you. And if I can, I will. And if, I, if I'm in the middle of something, I'll say, give me whatever, 30 minutes, right? Uh, but we'll jump on the call and they're all upset about something that happened with one of their employees, right? And, and the hardest thing I have to work with them on is to get the, remove the emotion yeah. from what, what's yeah. going on and make it about the business. And I think that's a big key thing, right? So yeah. how, how yeah. is this impacting the business and what do you want to get out of it? Which they yeah. never think through, right? All yeah. they know is they want to yell because something happened. Yeah. And ultimately, it's like, what's the ultimate goal here? Where do you want to get to? Exactly. Exactly. I, I agree. It's completely back to that outcome. You know, if, 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 if it's a sales deal that's going south, how do you win the sales deal, right? It might be an individual that's screwed up in your opinion, but, but, putting that to one side how do you how do you move forward and how do you move forward with this individual to achieve the goal and it, you're right it is about for me there's a big step about um listening and feeling their pain well not feeling it acknowledging it right. acknowledging that they're stressed or angry or as mad as hell or whatever it is um, or fearful um and that that's absolutely a reasonable thing to think but then having done that, let's actually think about, well, okay, well, where do we go from here, right? Mm -hmm. Because we, we could do this the rest of the day and even, right. even you, the client, will get bored at some point. So how do we move it forward? And, and doing that, sometimes that's a long and a bit longer winding journey and sometimes it's really super fast. It depends on the individual, how well you know them. Um, but yeah, I, I, to me, it's definitely a two-stage process, you yeah. know. So what do you find is one of your biggest challenges uh, from your coaching? Um, I think one of the biggest challenges is, is, is helping people who, who, who are looking to scale either themselves in the terms of their responsibility or their business or both and helping them step away from a world where they probably did most of it themselves and they're mm -hmm. like a dynamo that drove everything. And helping them move to a place where how how do they retain sufficient control so they don't lie awake at night? And how do they create enough freedom and responsibility and inspiration for the people around them and maybe find those people um, to, to actually move the thing to the next level? I think that's the, the biggest one because you're dealing with somebody's ego and mm -hmm. that's really quite challenging and and if they've built something wonderful and often they have then um letting go of that you know to move on to it not letting go completely but looking at it from a different perspective is, is quite difficult for some people right. so i think that's that's the tough one um and i suppose the other variation on that is it so it is the one where somebody says well i know what i'm doing right mm -hmm. <laughs> the problem is everybody else yeah so, you know, exactly. the reason the reason our digital transformation isn't successful is because of the vendor the implementation partner my some of, a couple of people in my team are experienced 
Yes, it's, it's, it's like all these reasons and getting someone to say, yeah, okay, well, that's a point of view, but let's unpack that. And remember, you're supposed to be the leader here or a leadership position. So what are you doing right. to change these, change this dynamic, right? And um, in my experience, having been event- all sides of that in the technology world, I've been in all those places, it's very rarely the fault of one group in isolation. It's it's a collective thing. Uh, so for big thing for me is how do you create the conditions where you bring all these parties together and they work together? And again, that ego of people unpacking that and getting that out of the way a little bit, that's, that's a challenge. Yeah, wow. I find, I find that to be um, critical. The first thing you described was what I call is the um, the founder or the the owner Mm -hmm. his own way right so they they think they have to have touch everything and there's it's impossible to scale if that's the problem right Uh, yeah because if they have to be every part of it you know they're just they're not going to scale um and and then the other thing i like to do uh, as you were talking through that um is and jen i've talked about this before too there's four things that i can make them commit to you know they have to be ready to be coached they have to be committed they have to be coachable and they have to be accountable and if they're not those four things then I'm not interested <laughs> yeah. because it's, it's, it's just gonna be a battle then. It's a waste yeah. of time. Yeah. 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 The, I, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. And and that last one is, uh, I mean, they're all equally yeah, important, but, yeah. but that accountable one to me is the hook that, that you come back to the next time to say, okay, well, you know, you were going to do this. I was going to do that. Right. Where are we? And if you can have that kind of relationship, then it then it starts to really motivate. You can start to really do some interesting things because the other person, having a, you, you having agreed, having made the commitment, right. and they said, "I will be accountable." Okay, now we're going to be accountable. And can you handle that? And if you can, great. Where do we want to go? But if you can't, then you know, really, maybe maybe you need to you know go find a friend and, and yeah. complain to them about your life. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So you're in the UK. You had, you just said you've had clients in India and stuff. Do you find um, the culture to be a barrier for you to coach the way you want to coach? Because you're, um, you're kind of a melting pot over there. Yeah, I not not really. But then I I had a kind of my career was a lot, involved a lot of international travel, being okay. away from the mothership, if you like, and having to run things on my own. And, and expected to deliver. So I was kind of used to being on my own and parachuted into America in a diff- couple of difficult situations in India and in a couple of difficult situations in Europe in a several countries. So I suppose it's the same as, I suppose I did what I was talking about before. You just kind of listen and watch and you can see the, the way people speak, what's important to them. Some countries are more polite than others. People, mm-hmm. All people want respect. Right. All people want to be listened to. And so there are some universal humanities, which is great to see actually in the modern world because often often we don't talk about that enough. So that there are some many fundamental similarities. And then there are certain things that, you you, you know, with, with a Dutch person, for example, who's super direct, is a different conversation than, say, to, to a Brit. Okay. That's so interesting to me, Robert. I, I see, I find all this stuff, fascinating the international aspect of it because we have we are much more integrated all over the world now than we you know than we used to be thanks to technology but i bet there are cultural differences that are pretty 
prevalent in some of the more, you know, some of the countries that don't, let's say, welcome female leadership as strongly as others. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the, the female, the role of a female leader is very interesting in, in, in these different countries. Yes. Um, I, I have to say in India, I worked with female leaders and they were fantastic. And the culture of the organizations they were in was very, um, what would you say, modern um, and oh, professional about great. it. It was refreshing. It was great. Um, and then I've worked in country, companies in, in Europe um, and and in America where that it's the opposite. So yeah. it's not a, a emerging country culture versus, a, you know, an established, more yes. a, you know, it's not like that. A size of economy is not necessarily a function. It, it's a lot about the values of the organization mm -hmm. and whether they actually uh, walk the talk. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah. Interesting, interesting stuff. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, so uh, you've been doing this for 30 plus years at coaching or did you do you did other things and you just jumped into coaching? Yeah, I, I'm the latter. So I did, um, I did um, sort of, I, I fell into technology by accident, really didn't have no interest 30 years ago, and but, <laughs> but I could travel. They had projects ah. overseas. So that was, yes, I want to do that. So that got me being quite itinerant for several years. Came to America, uh, six, seven years in America, got married, came back to the UK, and then traveled again with, with my other roles. So I, I did... Um, I did the project program delivery side of technology. I did running consulting businesses uh, nationally and internationally. Um, I did um, the whole P&L management, the whole business, all the lines of business management yeah. for global clients. I did that again for a few years. So I did all the sort of different dimensions of the vendor, the implementer, and then the customer who's taking it. Um, and then I was in a fortunate enough position to be able to step away a couple of years ago. And uh, so I, that's when I kind of started this, which has been it's been going nicely, but but gently because I've had a massive building project going on for. Uh, yeah. In, in, which in this market was not a great idea. But yeah. <laughs> um, and so that's come to an end. So I, I've had I have like. I, I've, I've been working with two or three clients at a time and people I, I uh, really, you know, we really connect, really mm -hmm. interested with. And that's kind that's of how I like to continue into 24 and beyond. That's, that's great. fabulous. That's great. Love it. Love it. So, uh, Robert, if you want to get a hold of you, how can they do that? What's the best way? Um, so there's a couple of ways. You can find me on LinkedIn okay. um, or you can reach out to me at uh, services at gmail.com. Okay. Um, and, uh, and I'm offering, um, actually a, a call for people. So if, if people are interested and maybe thinking they want to talk, we, we can have a sort of no strings, 45 mm -hmm. minute call just to kick, kick around, see if there's a rapport, see if I could potentially add some value and go from there. So that's, that's an offer available for everybody. That's great. great. Love, it. Love, it, love it. Well, Robert, thank you so much for being on the show today. We really appreciate it. Um, it's fun to hear someone that uh, coaches similar to what Jan and I do and be in the same uh, thought process. So it's, it's good to know that there's a, more of us out there that are really trying to change the world. And you know, I think creating leadership and, and just helping business owners get out of their own way so they can scale and, you know, all those little yeah. important things are, are just things that, you know, I mean, let's face it, uh, you know, I've, I've used these stats before, but, you know, um, since the pandemic, so many people have left their jobs and started companies mm -hmm. in their own thing, right? But they don't have a clue how to do all that stuff. No. 
Right? No, and that's where no. our our years of experience, two to three of us, uh, can mm-hmm. come in and really guide them and help them. And I think it's important. So I just uh, really appreciate you being on today and look forward to talking to you again soon. Fantastic. Thanks, guys. Really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Thank no you. To all those out there, thank you so much. We uh, we appreciate you. We, we always uh, love when you email us and ask questions. Um, and it's always available to you. If you got a, a business question or if you have a question about one of the guests, please let us know. We love that. Um, and continue to bring those on. And until the next time, enjoy the holidays. Until the next time, stay safe and be healthy.